WMC HD3 Detroit, KMPS HD3 Seattle, WBMX HD3 Boston. And on AOL Radio and Yahoo Launchcast. Psychic Radio is now CBS Radio's The Sky. Back to Behind the Paranormal with Paul and Ben Eno. Call now. 248-545-SOL. New SkyRadio.com. Is it possible to travel to parallel universes? Do we all do so without realizing it? If so, why does it happen at all? Hello there, and welcome to the 360th edition of Behind the Paranormal with Paul and Ben Eno. I'm Ben, and those uh, mind-blowing questions came from my co-host and partner in the paranormal, my dad. So we do welcome callers this evening. Uh, The number is 248 Five four five seven six eight five. Again, the number is two four eight five four five seven six eight five. Or if you're listening on the computer, you can use the handy dandy little instant feedback device on your screen. Uh, now to our guest, Trish Lesage is a writer on spirituality and metaphysics. She is also a quote certified healer of the violet flame unquote and is trained in hypnosis and past life regression. In her book, Traveling to Parallel Universes, she documents her own experiences of doing just that. She has also written a number of online articles about this. Trish also has a blog on her website, and that site is www.beyond3dbooks.com. Beyond number 3dbooks.com. Trish Lesage, welcome to Behind the Paranormal. Hello, thank you for having me on the show. Oh, it's no problem. But before we get into anything, what is the violet flame? Um, the violet flame is a healing modality. It uh, combines energy healing and visualization. And I've used it for everything from healing like allergies, um, oh, negative thought patterns. <laughs> Sorry. Good. Um, yes, yeah, so I've used it for healing like allergies and negative thought patterns. I've used it to cleanse negative energy in my home and my surroundings. Um, i used it for a num- number of different things. It's very powerful. Has Congress invited you to help them at all? Pardon? I'm joking. I wonder if Congress had been in touch with you to help them with the negative energy. Uh, <laughs> oh. No, not lately. <laughs> no. no, it doesn't seem like it. So um, who cert- certifies you uh, to do something like that? Um, well, Natalie Kimbrough, a lady I met on Facebook, has an institute that offers a lot of healing courses. And um, I also went to a workshop on it a number of years ago and ha- have been using it for a few years before I even got certified on it. Okay. Now, Trisha, I've been looking forward to this show myself because I think you've done something that very few people have done, and that's put your finger on the true nature of reality. Now, as a professional journalist, I have to say that your book, Traveling to Parallel Universes, is in serious need of editing, but that doesn't make what's in it any less important as far as it goes. Now, Ben and I have had similar experiences and do so all the time. As a matter of fact, I've believed since the 1970s that parallel universes, or the multiverse as it's sometimes called, is the basis for everything we call paranormal and indeed the background of all reality. Now, that being said, I think we might have gone into this a little more deeply than you have and maybe traveled somewhat farther. Uh, So I'm very interested tonight in hearing what you have to say and in comparing notes. 
uh, between your experiences and ours. I think we, uh, it's really going to be a learning experience, I hope, for everybody. Uh, yes, I would be. I would be interested in learning about your experiences as well. Sure. Um, how did you come to believe that you were traveling to other universes, and what were your first experiences like? Well, looking back, I had some experiences years ago, um, but at that time, I didn't realize that was exactly what was happening. And to be honest with you, it took quite a while for me to piece things together and figure out what was happening. Um, but one day. I just realized that things were different. People were different. Their personalities, um, their memories of the past were different. Um, and even buildings and businesses were no longer where they used to be. Um, TV shows that I recalled having already been on TV for quite some time were now being advertised as being brand new and never having been on television before television shows their characters were different um the the shows were set in different cities just a lot of details were totally different and at first i doubted myself i thought maybe i wasn't remembering things correctly but it just started happening so often that i realized that something <laughs> was definitely going going on there out of the normal very interesting a lot of people have this happen, and they'll write to us in, in some of them in, in abject terror. They're really frightened that they're going crazy or whatever. Did you have any feelings like that? Did you feel that you were afraid, you were in danger, or were you afraid that you were losing your mind, or what? Well, I have doubted myself a lot, and so then when you start doubting yourself, you start wondering, you know, is my memory correct? Am I, you know, you do start to wonder are you losing touch, you know? Like, for instance, when your memories are different from other people's memories, you start wondering, am I remembering things correctly? And it, the, a strange thing starts to happen. Your memories start changing and fading into the memories, the past memories of the reality that you're in. Yeah, on the way but, I, but I've been very defiant about it and determined to hang on to my true memories and sometimes it's a struggle but I do eventually hang on to them so you, you start to just question yourself and everything becomes a little bit unstable because of the memories and the details being so different mm -hmm. no no I've been there done that uh, it's it's um well, I think there is a point you can reach where, where that all balances out, but there there are several, we'll get to that, but it, there are several points in your book that I found very incisive. Uh, for example, you realize that there is a distinction between traveling to a parallel universe through a portal and having another universe kind of overlap the one you're in with the boundary kind of crossing you, as it were, rather than the other way around. What were some of the experiences that helped you make that distinction? Well... Um, the very first experience that I realized that I was actually crossing over into a parallel universe, I did actually feel myself going through a portal, and I just um, felt it and sensed it. I'm a very intuitive person, and I can feel a lot of energies and subtle things that that some people don't feel anyways. But then I started noticing that my energy vibration was starting to change. It would either decrease or increase depending on if I was going to a universe that was higher in vibration or lower. And when that started to happen, 
it seemed like there was a point in time in which I was straddling two different universes and I could actually perceive what was going on in both universes without even feeling myself going through a portal or anything. Mm -hmm. And um, I have several examples in my book of that happening, but I can perceive people and animals in one universe and in another. Um, what tends to happen is the people... Um, start to fade out. Not the. It's more like their voices. I'll hear. I've struggled to hear. My hearing seems to start going as I fade out of a universe and go into another one. Mm -hmm. um, so that starts to change, and I just perceive things from both universes. And then eventually, once I cross completely over to the new one, I can't perceive the old one anymore. Okay. Uh, you also mentioned something that I, that I call the slideshow effect, because I've had it happen to me. Now, now presumably, uh, I don't personally do the portal thing very often. When I do, I have what I call the slideshow effect. Now, this may be different for different people. And it's, uh, as I think you mentioned at, at one or two points in the book, where you have like everything kind of almost, almost slips or goes dark for just a second, just like you would with an old slide projector, and then you know a half a second later, you're you got the new reality. Now, at least that's what's happened to me. So, um, I mean, does that happen to you a lot, or am I describing it correctly, or what? Um, yes, it does happen to me quite often. It just happened to me yesterday, as <laughs> a matter of really? fact, for some <laughs> reason. But, yeah, I, I notice situations in which sometimes things go black. I, I kind of like, it's like blacking out. Exactly. And, uh, and then I'm in, like, a new place or whatever. So, yes, that definitely happens. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so another interesting point you make is that every universe you have traveled to seems Earth-like and not too unlike where you've come from. So can you comment on that? Um, yes, I've noticed that everywhere I've gone, pretty much, unless I look at the small details of everything, it seems very similar um, but there have been some occasions where uh, there are definite bigger differences between one place to another. Like, for instance, like I mentioned, different businesses being where other ones were. And um, But for the most part, I've only gone to Earth, like duplicates of the Earth. Everything is pretty much duplicated. Some things are different, though, and the people seem to be duplicated in each one that I go to. Yes. Okay, well, we have a break in just uh, two minutes here, but in the meantime, uh, we, we I remember one particular, because uh, we talk about this all the time in, in the course of the show. I mean, I, I think that uh, the, the parallel universe thing it does a really good job of explaining most, if not all, paranormal experiences or events in one form or another. That was, you know, my experience in the 70s when I started, and, and I just uh, couldn't make everything I was experiencing fit the old paradigm, you know, the old kind of spiritualist thing. But in any case, I remember one particular fellow writing to us. I know Ben remembers it, too. And I believe he was in Connecticut. And he wrote that he would had driven to work every day for many years on the same route and had passed a house that was that was um, blue. And all of a sudden, he went to buy it one day, and it was red. And he happened to know the owner. And the owner said, what are you talking about? It's been red for years. So... <laughs> Uh, that's a perfect example of what you're talking about. I think many of these things happen all the time to people, but they they, they just 
you know, they'll shrug it off as just one of those things or, or whatever. What do you think? I totally agree with you. They might question themselves or, like you said, shrug it off or not think they're imagining things or whatever. That happens to me a lot um, yeah, as well. Exactly. Well, we're coming up on our first break here in the show, and you're listening to Behind the Paranormal with Paul and Ben Eno on CBS New Sky Radio with our delightful guest, Trish LaSage. And we will be right back after the break. Stay with us. Thursday is a power-packed day here on the sky. Join us at noon for the I'm Thankful Network. At 1 p.m., it's the Dr. Pat Show. At 4 p.m., Colette Baron-Reed takes the stage for the Colette Baron-Reed Show. The Colette Baron-Reed Show, where intuition, practical spirituality, great advice, a little woo-woo fun, and fabulosity meet. Colette Baron-Reed is an internationally renowned intuitive counselor, educator, and best-selling author who helps others recognize and connect with their own intuition, potential, and purpose. Powerful motivational speaker, charismatic broadcast personality, and acclaimed performer, storyteller, and recording artist, Colette uses her extraordinary spiritual gifts to empower her clients to live a life that is awake and authentic, and to create a reality that is spiritual, deliberate, and meaningful. Call in early. The lines are hot. 248-545-7685. Instant feedback at NewSkyRadio.com. NewSkyRadio. NewSkyRadio.com. New Horizons, no boundaries. Powered by CBS, Yahoo, and Radio.com. Cause I'll be gone 
Sidekick Radio is now CBS Radio's The Sky. Back to Behind the Paranormal with Paul and Ben Eno. Call now. 248-545-SOL. New SkyRadio.com. Believe. And welcome back. Our guest this evening is Trish LeSage, author of Traveling to Parallel Universes. And uh, before the break, we were just talking about this experience, and Trisha was saying that many of the worlds she goes to are very similar to the ones we ourselves live in or experience, and I think that's true probably for most people. But I just want to make a comment here, Trish. Here's where our experiences differ just a little bit uh, and where the whole concept gets kind of deeper, and I'd like to get your thoughts on this. Uh, in the course of our, our paranormal work, and of course I've been in this field for 42 years, and assuming that we're not all schizophrenics here <laughs> because... I've worked in psychiatric hospitals, and a lot of people there have experiences, although I think I long ago came to the conclusion that that, that and the phenomenon known as confabulation, uh, very often, which, which is blending of memories, of, you know, false memories and things, uh, really at, at, at some point might be actual memories of parallel worlds. Uh, I, I think that a lot of people who are experiencing that so-called mental illness are actually experiencing real parallel worlds. But anyway... Uh, in the course of our paranormal work, we have traveled to, or believe we have, or at least had contact with many different parallel universes, simply because that's where the so-called ghosts, UFOs, and many cryptids actually are, in our opinion. Time slips, physical displacements, in my experience, it's all the open interaction among multiple parallel worlds. Now, in your book, you report hearing people but not seeing them, sometimes, and having similar experiences. And you have the good sense to realize that these aren't dead people, but real people in parallel realities. So in your view, how open is this system? In other words, how much exchange is there between different universes? Are they, are they separate uh, buildings, so to speak, uh, to which you have to go through doors to get, or do they blend all the time, and, and is, is there an exchange of energy? And uh, how and why do we get drawn from one world to another? Well, I know that's a lot. That's a big question, but... Uh, how open is the system? How how much interaction is there between these worlds, in your opinion? I think it is open. I think um, just because from my experiences of just the worlds tending to blend together, um, yeah. I think that it's open. I don't think it's necessary to always be traveling through portals or anything to get from one place to another. I think there are what other ways of getting from one place to another and i think from what i understand these a lot of these um universes overlap one on top of each other anyways mm-hmm. and um and there's just a some kind of an energy that separates but yet they can blend you know i guess i i read a book once where a lot of them overlap anyways yeah yeah oh no no that, that's our experience too now, th- now there, there comes a point in the book where, where you kind of lose us a little, maybe because of the terminology, because as, as Ben and I often say, our language really isn't quite up to talking about this stuff. Right? Um, in the book, you talk about being directed to this or that parallel universe by, quote, beings from the spirit world. What spirit world? Um, well, I what I was referring to was that I don't, ever really sit here one day and say, well, today I want to leave this universe that I'm in and go to another one um, and then do something to myself to go from one place to another. Mm. I mean, it would be kind of nice if I had 
that ability. I mean, I know that you can use, I can use the violet flame to raise my energy vibration and that would pop me into another universe, but I never really do that because I, I don't like to leave behind the people and the animals and everything that I have in the current place that I am. But um, what tends to really happen with me is it just seems to happen automatically on its own. I don't do anything to try to do it. I'll be sitting here one day and all of a sudden I feel um, that I'm being cleansed. I feel like I'm going through some sort of energy cleansing. My energy vibration is raising. I feel dizzy. I can hardly put one foot in front of the other because I'm tired. Or the opposite happens. I'll be bombarded with waves of horrible feeling, dissonant energy to lower my vibration. And then all of a sudden, I experience all of the rest of it. You know, the universe is um, bleeding together or straggling two mm -hmm. universes. And then I'm in a different place where some of the animals I take care of are totally missing and people's personalities are different. Um, so for me, what I was referring to there was the fact that I don't always... I mean, I don't sit there and do something to go from one place to another. It seems like there's something else at play here that's automatically adjusting my energy vibration and, and having me go to these places, whether it's my oversoul, spirit guides, or I don't know who or what, but it just happens automatically. Yeah, I hear you. So you feel, you feel there's some kind of guidance involved. Yes, I think that something beyond me is doing this. Yeah, um, no, no, I think that's that's true throughout our lives. It better be. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. I mean, a, a lot of a lot of people say, and I t I'm starting to see this as being true that sometimes our if we make an intention of our desires, it seems to throw us into another place. Mm -hmm. I'm noticing when I'm noticing when I go from one universe to another now that some desire that I wished for way back a month ago is now manifesting in this new place that I'm in. Well, that, 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 well exactly. Yeah, I remember that from your book and th that that's good old uh that's good old shamanism there because that's what shamans do the ones I know anyway have told me that they do they what they effectively do in our terms is is they they there's a need not necessarily for not, not for themselves necessarily but for someone in their their tribe or family or whatever and they'll go to the parallel universe where that need is fulfilled and they'll drag it back here. Sometimes literally drag it back here, and uh, so so you you, uh, you perhaps uh, maybe have shamanic abilities as well that you uh, might want to develop at some point with proper yeah. guidance. Yeah, that's what Ben's doing, if I may speak for him. So it's interesting. I I don't know much about shamanism, but I'd really like to check more into it because yeah, it seems like something along those lines is happening without my even knowing what it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's a well. Didn't you kind of get started that way, Ben? And things kind of yeah started I mean, the man. You didn't know what it was. Well, sort of. You were the one who was like, "Let's go see our uh, well, our neighbor in the next town." Be like, "Okay, let's go. Let's do that and talk to him." And then yeah, he, so just he, sort of by luck, I, 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 yeah, I he happens to be a full-blooded yeah. Aztec shaman, and we happen to have him in northern Rhode Island. So <laughs> we just have really good luck. Yeah, yeah, we do that way. Yeah. So uh, in any case, that might be something you want to look into. Uh, now, on the other hand, we ourselves have have found that we visit worlds that, that are totally alien, and with at least my experience is that, that we are 
living in many different worlds in many different forms, and it's really all us. And ultimately, it's all us, meaning all of us, in the African Ubuntu sense of the word. You know, and, and that's where this whole concept leads. I mean, there are all kinds of spiritual implications to the multiverse idea that, that, that really can change our vision of ourselves. I mean, uh, what say you? What has this done for your, your own spirituality? What has this done for my own spirituality? Yeah, I have to change your, your view of the world and, and yourself. Um, well, it has to- totally changed my view of everything because, well, when I was a young child, about eight years old, my aunt told me that someone had told her that parallel worlds exist, but at, at a, as a child of eight years old, hmm. I didn't fully understand the concept and I'd never experienced anything to tell me or prove to me that any of it was true. But when I started experiencing all of this, um, it it totally shattered my sense of reality. Well, I went through a profound spiritual awakening seven and a half years ago anyways, and that really shook me awake because I started experiencing almost all the paranormal and psychic-type phenomena and then to have this start um, taking place, um, it just, I never realized, you know, that there are just infinite numbers of copies of the earth out there and, and the same people in them. And, yeah, and of course. just boggled my mind until I started experiencing it. Mm-hmm. All right, so you also talk about what uh, happens in the universe as you left, as if you have only one body. Uh, don't you have a physical presence in both universes at the same time? Or isn't it your uh, consciousness that does the traveling? Um, I actually physically go from one place to another. Um, I don't do any astral traveling or any hypnosis or anything like that to do this. I physically go from one place to another. And um, so in that sense... Um, I see duplicate copies of everybody else wherever I go, but I never run into my duplicate copy. Mm-hmm. So the interesting thing is, well, is there a duplicate copy of me? And if so, where does it go when I go to these different places? Do we play musical chairs and move around or just vanish? And I once went within and asked that question, and a strange thing happened in reply. Um, I was wondering what happened to me in a previous universe that I left. And I had gone out to eat that night, and in the back of somebody's car on the bumper sticker, it there was a saying on the bumper sticker that was somewhat to the effect of, the rapture is today, I have vanished without a trace. And that <laughs> yes. sent chills yeah, you mentioned that in the book, <laughs> through yeah. me because I thought, what? Is this a sign that I just vanished? <laughs> You know, out of non-existence and then crossed over somewhere else. Strange things like that. Synchronicities happen to me like that all the time. Yeah, it's funny when you're on the other side of the equation. Uh, people often ask, what has this got to do with when we die? I mean, and, and I don't really, I don't believe in death because I think we're existing in all these different universes. And I think um, uh, you, you do bring up a good point. Uh, what happens in, in when you pass from one universe to another, or, or maybe I should say pass from one universe family to another, because in, in, at least in, in my experience, and this may be wrong, uh, we're passing through parallel worlds, as it were, every nanosecond of our, of our time. As we move, because there are other choices and everything else, 
But it's when we get outside that family of worlds that are very similar that things start getting paranormal, you know. And the, the question arises, well, what happens when you die? Well, in my opinion, all the worlds you're living in are in your – that's what makes up your subconscious. And then when your conscious just simply moves to another uh, body instantaneously, I think, in most cases – I've actually seen this happen in, in cases uh, on, on several occasions where I've been in contact with the person – as they're making the transition, and, and that's just dumb luck in my opinion. I happen to be in the right place at the right time, and their memories change, and there's someone else, and, and there they are, you know, where they already were in these universes. It's a tough concept, but uh, that's how I look at it, or, or, or we look at it. What do you think happens in this context when someone, quote-unquote, dies? Um. Well, I've had actually some experiences that I think have been pretty close to death myself. Sure. And um, one was in a uh, car accident, or a near car accident, I should say. Oh, I'm sorry. We're going to take a break. I didn't notice the, the board here. I'm sorry to interrupt. We'll be right back. It's Behind the Paranormal with Paul and Ben Eno on CBS New Sky Radio, NewSkyRadio.com. We'll be back after the break. Stay with us. Take CBS Radio The Sky with you wherever you go. Be sure to download the Radio.com app today from your mobile marketplace. And when you really want to know more, 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 be sure to visit NewSkyRadio.com. Get in deep with exclusive articles and Sky News. Get your weekly horoscope and the inside scoop on host events. Radio.com and NewSkyRadio.com. Stay connected.
Psychic Radio is now CBS Radio's The Sky. Back to Behind the Paranormal with Paul and Ben Eno. Call now. 248-545-SOL. New SkyRadio.com. And we're back with our guest, Trish Lesage, author of Traveling to Parallel Universes. All right, so let's uh, kick this, uh, our second to last portion of the show, uh, off with a question. Uh, have you come to a point where you can travel at will? Um, at this point, I haven't noticed that. Um, I've been really, you know, with all this talk of the shift of 2012 to higher consciousness, I really have a concept about what my heaven on earth would be, and I keep holding it in my mind. <laughs> That's the place that I'd really like to shift to or to travel to, but that hasn't happened yet. It's funny. But we uh, kind of do. The, I kind of do the same thing, although it 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 it's kind of organized. <laughs> a long story, but I'm sorry. I didn't, go, I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. No, that's all right. I, um, I mean, sometimes when things are going badly, you know, like everybody, they wish they weren't in the place that they're in. But um, it's hard because I get so attached to everybody and don't want to leave them. But I might think, oh, it would be great to get out of here, type of a thing. But I don't do anything to go ahead and get out of there. Basically, yeah. I mean, maybe should, but I don't. Well, again, I know Ben's got a question, but in our experience, again, and, and this, this shows up a lot when you lose a loved one. Uh, my mother passed away in, or I should say translated, this is a word we like to use, in 2011, and people would ask, uh, who are always writing in to ask, well, gee, how do I deal with, with the, the, the death of a loved one? Said, okay, how do you guys deal with it? What, how, you know, how do you feel about you know, your mother, Ben's grandmother, having, a, quote, departed this life? Well, it... We, we deal with with great joy. It's it's not as if we, she's still with us. It's that we're with her in many parallel worlds, many parallel realities. And uh, I feel closer to her than I ever had before. And uh, dream about her almost every night. There's all kinds of marvelous interaction, uh, and it's a, that's that's how we pretty much look at it. So uh, the feeling of presence in many worlds at the same time. It, well, even though our consciousness is, is mostly conscious of one or two or three, which also can get you diagnosed schizophrenic, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, it, it, we, we just feel this is, this, is a, this is an amazing reality to us. So anyway, Ben, uh, ben had a question. Okay, so what makes you so sure that there will be a consciousness shift in 2012? Well, I guess because I started going through symptoms of my energy vibration being increased along with many other people that I communicated with online and on Facebook. And there were a lot of newsletters that people were writing that had been writing them for like 10 years or so that were explaining different symptoms that people tend to go through. And I was going through everything that everybody else was going through at the same exact time. Um, and so I think now because I've been on that path for such a long time, it's just a sense of hoping for it and wanting it. Um, I don't have any proof that it will take place, but a lot of people are hoping and wishing for it. Yeah. Um, and that's about all I can really say about it. It's everybody trying to manifest their heaven on earth, I suppose you could say. Well, that doesn't sound negative to me. I mean, anything, any positive energy is good. 
But speaking of negative energy, Trish, uh, during the break we were talking about how how we often in the but you know in the course of our paranormal work we'll run into negative entities, uh, many of whom we refer to as parasites. Plenty of entities we run into are entirely neutral, could care less, or don't even know we're there. But these entities, uh, known as parasites to us, uh, are, in our opinion, the origin of stories of demons and evil spirits and this kind of thing. Now, you mentioned that you, too, in in traveling, sometimes run into negative energy. Can you tell us about that? Uh, Yes, I do. Um, I tend to... I'm very intuitive, as I mentioned, and I can feel a lot of the subtle energies. And some of the universes, even though they're duplicates of the Earth, um, the energy is different from one place to another. And some places, in some places, the energy is quite unsettling. It's so dissonant to my energy that it's very hard to be there. And it's just a struggle and a battle every day to even survived there because the energy is so horrible feeling and in those types of places I've noticed that that's when I can detect different beings mm-hmm. that are around that are that I can't see but I know they're there because I can feel them and interestingly whenever I feel them my cat she reacts as if she can feel them as well and so do the wildlife that I take care of so I know I'm not imagining it because they react the same way <laughs> that sure. I exactly. am reacting. Yeah. I'm a little fuzzy, and, and it's just, I've been doing this for 42 years, and everybody talks about vibration. Okay, I understand what it means in the ancient Greek philosophical sense, but it's, it, it, terms like energy and vibration, I think a lot of people throw it around because it sounds scientific, and I don't know if a lot of people really understand. What, what do you mean when you talk about uh, the vibrations having to match the universe you're in or not matching it and feeling out of place and this sort of thing. Could you go into that a little bit? Sure. Um, well, everything is energy. There's nothing that exists that isn't simply energy. And energy vibrates, at, from what I understand, at different speeds or velocities. For instance, if you have a, you have liquid water and you freeze it, the molecules in the water, when you freeze it, aren't going to be moving around as quickly um, yeah, and, no, that's true. And then if you uh, boil the water and it's a vapor, it's going to vibrate faster. And then the, it's said that the subtle energies vibrate at even a faster rate than that. So, I, and scientists have even shown that our thoughts are even energy. They did an experiment with water and people sent negative thoughts to the water and the water formed different shapes versus if people sent positive thoughts to the water. So That's they, true. I've studied those experiments. Yeah. Exactly. And so they concluded that even our thoughts are pure energy. Well, so when I go to from one universe to another, I can always feel my energy vibration either being taken down or being taken up so that it matches the vibration of wherever I'm going so that, you know, I can interact with everything that's there. Mm-hmm. Because because one universe, for instance, I was in one universe, and I mentioned it in my book, in which everything manifested so easily. It's just a thought, and everything would manifest. It was at a higher vibration, but then there are other ones that I have been in in which, I mean, <laughs> you could put all your effort and thought and everything into something, and it won't manifest at all, or if it doesn't manifest in a negative way or an unwanted way or... And um, it's just the different energy levels 
uh, if it's at a lower vibration or a higher vibration in each universe, and, and I have to match that universe that I'm going to in order to even be there or interact with anything there. Yeah. Uh, d did you want to ask that? Or? Oh, yeah, sure, why not? Okay, so we've had so many people on the show talking about vibrations. What is a vibration? Well, I, I, I understand I think what you're saying. Well, I think I understand what you're saying, but it's like I just have never gotten a straight answer on it. For for me, a vibration, the way I understand it, is just the um, speed at which um, the energy vibrates. Yeah, the mo I... molecules vibrate. Right, exactly. Oh, okay. Yeah, so no, I, I understand what what, what Trish is saying. I've, I've well, heard I'd, a lot worse explanations. But I'd, I'd never actually heard that. I must have been like absent that time on the show. When hey, you must actually... have um, been sick the day they taught the physics at school. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm not so a scientist. So. Yeah, well, neither are we. I'm, I'm, my background's in theology and philosophy. But in philosophy, the ancient Greeks talk about. Uh, the founding of the world uh, by the gods, and there, there's a certain amount of vibration in there, and music, things of that kind. It's rather beautiful, actually, rather elegant. Um, okay, so uh, on the issue of 2012, let's let's before, oh, actually before before we do that, the issue of the um, the, the physical passage one of one universe to another. I think maybe both our experiences may be right because I'm looking back over certain cases where. People have literally watched other people disappear, mm -hmm. you know? and of course we, we've all been through the phenomenon of, of uh, bodily. Mondays are motivational. It all begins with you, and that's where the movement within, featuring life coach April Claxton, comes in. Join April and her uplifting guests Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, featured on Animal Planet, Court TV, Unsolved Mysteries, and The Hauntings. Psychic Barbara Mackey. Barbara is a sixth-generation psychic medium, animal psychic, and spirit communicator. Tune into Visions with Barbara Mackey at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. There are four corners, and Will and Nancy will take you there at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Existence is what we live for. Adventure is our journey. Metaphysical topics, inspiring and educational guest speakers, psychic readings, and more. Artie's the Party with Angels and Answers, Mondays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Psychic readings and more. Join the fun. What goes bump in the night? Heidi knows. At 11 p.m. Eastern Time, Heidi Hollis's The Outlander will lunge into topics on all things outlandish and more. Call in or write Heidi to vent or get advice about your paranormally inspired curiosities or challenges. Call in early. The lines are hot. 248-545-7685. Instant feedback at NewSkyRadio.com. NewSkyRadio. NewSkyRadio.com. New horizons, no boundaries. Powered by CBS, Yahoo, and Radio.com. Around me like a blanket, 
Radio's The Scar. Back to Behind the Paranormal with Paul and Ben Eno. Call now. 248-545-SOUL. New SkyRadio.com. Believe. And we're back with Trish LePage, LeSage, sorry about that, author of Traveling to Parallel Universes. And we were talking about uh, doing so. Oh, and whether it's done so in the uh, in the body or, or whatever, or the experiences, you disappear in one and appear in another, you die in one and appear in another. And I'm sorry, we seem to have cut out there for a while. Uh, I'm not sure quite what what we missed, but let, let's pick up where we left off. And Trish, you were you were explaining uh, how you at one point had gone back to uh, the universe you had left, and your life just sort of picked up uh, right where you had left off, which is exactly our experience as well. Uh, yes, that's exactly what happen that very rarely I go back to a universe that I was previously in, but on the few occasions that I've done so, my life does pick up exactly where it left off. Um, like if I went outside and fed the wildlife in the previous, or the current universe and went to the previous one, the food is out there in the previous one too, as if I were there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I often wonder why that takes place if there's a double me you know another version of me yeah yeah we think there are lots uh so so you so you've taken this knowledge and this experience and and you've uh, you've become a teacher or a spiritual guide to people with this i mean what 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 have you done with this knowledge when it comes to dealing with others well i haven't become a teacher with it as much except for through writing the book and then writing whatever blog 
articles that whenever I have experiences, I try to write a blog article and share it with people mm-hmm. to um, let them know, you know, some of the things that are possible that could happen. I like to bring awareness to people to try to open people's minds because, you know, before we never heard a lot about this sort of stuff and it seems like people are opening up more to it now and I think sharing our experiences and being open-minded about it helps people to experiencing or bring awareness to people. Yeah, well, I'm sure we, we, we agree. Uh, one of the our points here is to try and do that for people as well from our point of view. Um, one point before, well, actually, I want to get you, before we run out of time, tell us about the book and your website and where can people, where people can get the book and find out more about you. Okay, the book is called Traveling to Parallel Universes, and it's by Trish LeSage, and it's actually available on Amazon, on Barnes & Noble's website. Um, it's available on my website, which is wwwbeyond 3 dbooks.com and you can get it um, as a download to your computer um, the paperback book from Amazon um, you can get it for the Kindle um, the Nook Sony Reader um, Copia you could get it for the smartphone and the um, iPad iPod Touch and a bunch of different ways you can get the book off from my website oh very good Okay, and uh, boy, you're on more electronic media than my books are. That's good. <laughs> okay. Um, now, now, just uh, one more point about 2012. And a lot of people are thinking about that. We kind of reserve judgment. I don't know. I was gonna Ben. I was gonna ask about um, what uh, Trish thinks in reference to the uh, thinning of world boundaries, because uh, undeniably there are astronomical events going on in the neighborhood. Uh, that that uh, at least according to our belief might thin the boundaries between these worlds, and that's electromagnetic fields pounding back and forth across our part of the universe. And because I think as a result of this, more people are reporting paranormal phenomena. More people are because it is more in the public eye, and maybe it's statistical, but people do seem to be experiencing things like we've been talking about tonight. Uh, what is your opinion on that? Do you think the boundaries are thinning? Do you think? Uh, more people will be experiencing parallel universes in an overt manner, such as yourself, or will you yourself be traveling more easily? What, 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 what's, the, what's the scenario for 2012 and beyond here? Uh, yes, part of the shift of 2012 is that the veil is thinning. When we're born here, it seems like there's a thick veil over all of us. We don't experience a lot of paranormal paranormal activity it seems like we're all really focused on the physical world and our five physical senses, but a part of the shift to higher consciousness of 2012, that veil is thinning, and as a result of that veil thinning, people are experiencing more and more paranormal activity and more of the phenomena of parallel universes and psychic abilities and just a whole gamut of experiences because really we are spiritual beings having a physical experience here and not a physical body having spiritual experiences so the shift right. to 2012 is opening us up to who we truly are which is multi-dimensional beings mm-hmm. well put okay everybody the book traveling to parallel universes trish lesage trish thanks for being with us this evening it's been a real pleasure and uh it's a great conversation indeed Great. Thank you for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Very good. Well, oh, you're we'll welcome. Be, be in touch off the air.
Okay, very good. Okay, everybody, we have a few announcements here. All right, so my dad and I will be speaking in Torrington, Connecticut on Thursday, July 19th as part of the town's Summer Author Expo, uh, 5 to 9 p.m. at Torrington Public Library, uh, 12... How do you pronounce that? Uh, I don't know, Dakotan? Dakotan Place. What spelling? Uh, no idea. So you can also check online at www.torrentonlibrary.org. Yeah, that, that should be fun. It's only it's less than two weeks away. Yes. So we're also speaking in Suffolk, England on September 22nd to benefit local charities in Warwick, Rhode Island on October 28th. Uh, watch for more info on these events at www.behindtheparanormal.com. It will be in England if they let us out of the country. And you can check out my books. That's, of course, Faces at the Window, Footsteps in the Attic, Turning Home, God, Ghosts, and Human Destiny, or in another vein, Rhode Island, A Genial History, written with Glenn Laxon. On, uh, I get that, of course, naturally at Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble Nook, e-reader, and Kindle as well. And uh, our, for our websites, contact us through BehindTheParanormal.com. You can also get information on our future guests, past guests, what's coming up, and... As Ben will tell you and remind you in a moment, lots and lots of podcasts. Yes, we have lots of free podcasts. You heard uh, you heard us free, F-R-E-E. <laughs> That's right. A lot of people are very grateful for that because a lot of sites, uh, but we look at this as kind of just trying to help people so we don't charge for them. And so there are nearly 400 shows at www.behindtheparanormal.com. Don't forget all the podcasts are free, so snatch them up while you can. You can send them around, do anything you want, just don't edit them. Exactly. So many thanks to our producer, Brandon Jackson, and we'll see you next week, July 15th, when my dad and I will welcome back author and Hollywood insider Murray Silver. Wow, that is a, that is really quick that we're having him back on. Well, we didn't finish our conversation about this, his experiences with ghosts. That's true, but usually there's a year or two in I've been trying. I've been trying to find out what's been happening in his house for four years, and we never get to it. We always get onto, onto other subjects. I know. Well, we've... Instead of waiting a year, you've had to wait about a month for another <laughs> uh, Murray episode. So for we'll be having him on for more about ghosts and uh, the ghosts he has witnessed. In the meantime, tune into our Providence Boston Drive Time show on WOON, 1240 AM, and com at 6 p.m. Eastern Time every Monday. And I just mentioned about the podcast, so don't forget about those podcasts at www.behindtheparanormal.com. And we'll leave you this evening with a thought from American novelist Jonathan Safran Four. Quote, Sometimes I can hear my bones straining under the weight of all the lives I'm not living. Unquote. So thanks for joining us on our Greek cosmic journey, and we will see you next time. <laughs>